I totally felt like Lara Croft um, Did a you? little bit, yeah. You had big boobs and lips and just and, wanted to... Yeah, and those guns strapped to my thighs, and I was roaming around the place. I felt the same. Shimmying back and forth from, you know, stone to stone. I just stone. felt like a sex goddess wandering through ancient yeah. temples. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was hot. Hi guys, welcome to the Beanstalk Podcast, where we talk about everything travel. Sharing first-hand travel advice, and getting to the bottom of real-life experiences, in the hopes to inspire you to get out there yourself. Set, go. Okay, going. Good lord, it's been some time that we've been trying to record this. Issues. Some big issues. And being sick. And being sicker than dogs. There's a lot of fire ants over here. What? Do we get? We have to move now? No, keep going. Are you sure? I don't know. You oh. decide. Let it ride. Go. Okay. Go. You want me to bring us in? I'll bring Tell. us in. We're going. <laughs> what was the last where we left off last time? So just before we... Were we flying into Cambodia? We were. Okay, we're flying into Cambodia. <laughs> we touched down. It was at night in Siem Reap. Siem Reap? Yeah, it was in the evening. It was dark. I think it was a pretty small plane. There wasn't a lot of people on. We basically landed, walked off onto the airstrip and into the airport where we had to deal with visitors' visas, which involved us going to the ATM, which was a surprise that what we had to get out was U.S. dollars to pay for it all. <laughs> I feel like you're angrily, like, telling this to people. You told me to be louder. <laughs> Sorry. It's hard. I need you to be louder, but don't be loud. <laughs> okay. Fuck me. Ew. Issues. Yeah, issues. Be louder, but don't yell. What the no, fuck do you want? It is so funny how when I ask you to be loud, your voice changes from okay to all right, here we go. Now we're doing it. Let's go. Like the tone changes to aggressive. No, I'm just <laughs> trying to be louder. Okay. This is funny. Hilarious. Sorry, I find it is funny. I was gonna say that this is the past cast because oh, we didn't even. This is a past cast. This is a past cast, and maybe this we, is a past cast. This is a past cast. But maybe we could like kind of go over where we're at just right now and. Okay, so you're leading us in. Well, I'm just saying. Okay. Yes. Let's do it your way. Lead us in. I am leading us in. Here we go. Redoing it. Let's ease in. Let's have some subtle. Subtle. Subtleness. Come on. What is so. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's do this. Fucking get it done. So we're in Bangkok. Where are we at? We're at one of our favorite places. It's becoming least less favorite <laughs> the more we spend here in dealing with shit. We're in Lumpini Park or Lumpini or Lump- Lumpini Lumpini. I don't know. We say Lumpini Park and the locals don't know what we're talking about. So maybe it's pronounced something 
different. Probably. But it looks like Lumpini Park mm-hmm. in Bangkok. So yeah, it's a pretty big park, central, and there are animals around. Animals in the park. I'm looking at a little white loon on a little cement slab. I'm sitting slab. next to one. You're sitting next to one? Oh. It's supposed to be <laughs> you. Oh, there's the connection. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You're a little white loon. Keep going. Animals mm-hmm. in the park. God. <laughs> You're too aggressive. You need to chill. Does it frighten you or turn you on? <laughs> A little bit of both. Good, we're going to keep going. So what are we looking at, though, right across the way with these people? Freaking out, walking up on a huge Komodo dragon-sized monitor monitor lizard. lizard. That they don't notice until they're about to step on. What the fuck is he doing? He is literally, like, going to touch it. He is... I want it to bite his tail I want it to slap him with his tail. Take off his foot. Yeah, get out of there, bucko. All right. Well, yeah. People are stupid in the park. <laughs> Lumpini Park, Benka. Animals in the park. Oh my goodness. So. Um, Lumpini Park. Oh my God! I'm gonna have to adjust all these levels like a <laughs> mad woman. I'm gonna be editing for like five hours. I'm having a great time. I know you are. Okay, so just wanted to kind of give a little update as us leaving Hanoi and getting to Bangkok. We've been here for about four days now. We both have been getting over colds, which is not super fun when you're in really hot and humid places. Still dealing with it. It actually blew up more since we got to Bangkok, at least for me. Yeah, I was kind of getting over it. And the cold weather in Hanoi kind of suppressed it. And then we touched down in Bangkok, and it just blew up in my face. Yeah, literally. And uh, pretty congested, having a hard time breathing and talking and being audible, which is where issues come from. At least some of them. We're trying to get this pleasant podcast done. (laughs) It is a pleasant podcast. Oh, it's a bunch of pigeons. So we're catching you guys up. We're doing a past cast. Past cast. The last cast. The last past cast was us in Chiang Mai with Martin and Megan. And we had kind of finished that up. And we were starting to head to Siem Reap, Cambodia. And so this would be all of our first time to Cambodia. Did we call it Team Reap? Did we call it Team Reap? I said, could we? Since there was a team of us, we could call it Team. Yeah, I guess we could. A team scene. Team that scene? Good. I like Team Reap. Yeah, Team Reap. So, yeah, it was Team Reap going to Seam Reap, and we wanted to experience some of them badass Angkor Wat temples. Oh, I have mosquito bites on well, pretty much from the knees down and also on my arms, but they itch so bad, and if I accidentally, like, scratch one, I cannot help but dig in. I don't have a single bite, but I've also been wearing pants. Oh yeah, I can't do that. And I've been sweating my off balls off. And I might say it's worth it because I'm not Mm -hmm. itchy or have any of that sort of discomfort. I'd rather have the discomfort than be sweaty as 
It's so pretty goddamn warm. So sweaty. It's low to mid 90s, <laughs> and the humidity is somewhere around 80 percent, if not more. If not more. Yeah. So maybe more in the pie, Limpini pie. Oh my god! Quit announcing where we're at. I think they know. Do they? My hair is falling out. Yes. So is mine. <laughs> Which one? All of it. All of your hair. In the Penny Park. Okay, so, Seam Reap. Let's get on it. Team Reap in the seam. Let's okay, look at our notes. <laughs> Jesus. This is going smooth as can be. Are we going to start over with the arrival at the airport? Yeah, let's talk about the airport. So, it was a small Air- plane. Oh. <laughs> small plane, small airport. We did have to get um, some U.S. dollar out of the ATM, which was kind of weird. Um, in order because to pay. Because we're in Southeast Asia. Yeah, what are you doing with U.S. dollars? Why are we dollars? giving out U.S. dollars? You know what we're doing with U.S. dollars? We're getting ripped off with U.S. dollars. Explain. Well, um, for whatever we're reason... We're still at the airport, though. Why are we getting into that now? Because we okay. are having to deal with U.S. dollars. So, oh, there's a big monitor lizard. Got monitor lizards sneaking up on us behind our backs. Some are like six feet long. Yeah, at they least. They seriously look like Komodo dragons. They're taller than I am. Ooh, there's another one They're on the. Stealthily quiet. Yeah, as this well. one's like swimming up on us. And look at that one across the river over I there. I know, that's what I was looking at. So, anyways, we got out US dollars or US currency. To pay for our Cambodia visas um, was a little weird using US dollars in Southeast Asia. And the reason for them doing that, I feel like, is that they've been able to uh, charge more. Because what they can do is put a US dollar amount on it, something that doesn't seem like a whole lot to us, you know, Westerners coming over, like, oh, for a tuk-tuk ride, $3, okay, that's not much, okay, whatever, but, like, say, here in Cambodia, in Thailand, we're in Thailand, Thailand. Um, they would tell you, say, you know, a price in baht, and it's not as much when... You convert it. I don't know what I'm saying, actually. Uh, so, <laughs> help me. Why do they do it? The number amount of the value of a dollar is a lot more. This is hard to explain. I know. It's not just instead me. of going up, like so, their currency is real. Real. It's real. It's fucking real. Real. Um, I don't remember the conversion amount for what equals a dollar. Forty-six. Forty-six. I don't know. I'm guessing. Shut up. <laughs> no, so I the, remember it. Oh, 4000 4, No, that's that was Malaysian ringgit. Are you sure? Yeah. Be positive. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, right. instead of going up whatever amount, say like, I don't know, a hundred rail, which might be worth pennies mm. or like a dime they just go up one extra dollar which is a huge markup instead yeah. of going up 
for, you know, a few cents. Yeah, exactly. Essentially. I don't remember the conversion amount. So when Whatever they... it was, instead of going up the equivalent of 20 U.S. cents, they just go up, you know, One the US next number, dollar. which is a dollar. And it makes so, total sense where if, like, if the conversion is 4000 to $1, if they're saying, oh, it's, you know, 3000 more, maybe the foreigners would be like, oh, wow, that's quite a bit more. But if they say just like, oh, it's $1 more, then one doesn't seem as much. So, right. yeah, so it's really easy they to kind of get... collect more. Yeah, exactly. Basically. They get and the, more money off of the... And then mm-hmm. they'll give you the change in real. Yeah. So you... I don't know, it gets confusing, and maybe that's part of the reason why they do it. So you can just get utterly confused and spend more money. However... Uh, however, I don't know. I am so affected by humidity and the heat that my brain has well ceased working. Yeah. I can deal with heat, but yeah. you throw humidity in Jesus. and I'm a fucking mess. Yeah. Mentally, Pretty much. physically, and emotionally uh, just exhausted and not with it. Yeah, pretty much. So we're hunkered in the shade behind this little tree. Still sweating. Still sweating our asses off in Lumpini Park. <laughs> okay, where are we back? So We're at the airport. We're at the airport. We're getting out money. We're getting out M&M. US dollars. We're getting out our U.S. dollars. We're probably getting change back in real. And then don't we get a cab to the hotel that we had booked? Uh, we do. We yes. did notice, though, as soon as we got off the airport, uh, just the we energy got off in the, the airport. Air- got off at the airport. Okay, sorry. Fuck. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. When we touched down and got out at the airport, look at how small that little one is. Where? What? In the road. Oh, like a, it's that one's tiny. like a lizard. Is it a snake? No. Oh, no, it is one. It's got legs. It's moving. Oh, my it's goodness. My eyeballs don't work that far. I don't think lots of work. Ew. Go on with we got off touchdown. at the airport, and we did notice that just the energy and vibe of Cambodia felt heavier, mm-hmm. like, immediately. True. It was True a way different feel than the chill vibe of Thailand, where we just came from. Mm-hmm. We didn't know if it was just because it was a new place or because it was dark and we didn't know really where we were or Mm -hmm. if it was because it was a new country, um, but it just felt heavier and uh, not as comforting and chill. Yes. Like there was history there, which there is. A pretty crazy history. Brutal. But yes, we did, uh, from the airport, get the cab to our hotel which was a really nice place, actually. Mm-hmm. That had a lot of marble floors and walls, and yeah, pretty. It was pretty fancy. I know it was. Uh, it had just rained a little bit, so there were. Uh, I remember seeing geckos a lot. Like big ones. Big like geckos. Bigger than my hand. Yeah, way bigger. Uh, it was like crazy. Just crawling on the walls. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. It was cool. That was interesting. Yeah. And not heavy. And the uh, the rooms were pretty nice, I remember. And they actually did have, like, a rooftop restaurant and pool. And a pool yeah. on the roof. So we went and checked that out for a bit. Which was cool because you could see kind of the storm rolling around. And it had a great view. You could see, like, the hillsides. What are you? I'm laughing. Let me just get right here. Whoa. 
Whoa. They look like fucking dinosaurs. They seriously are dinosaurs. I think this is Jurassic Park. Not should we Park. lift up our feet? I oh. think you should feed it with little baby toe. No. I just don't want it to come over here and bite my fly. ankle. It's checking us out, though. Yeah, that's totally... Ow, fuck. Getting bit by ants, also. Really? That just scratched over there. Oh, it's a little kid. That kid is right up in its <gasps> grill. Oh my god, why is he throwing shit at us, you stupid kid? These are like the things that they talk about eating babies. Lunging. Oh my he god, is what is chucking it? shit at it, you ass. I'm gonna throw a rock at him. Should I do that? Oh my god, I really hope it bites him. No, yeah, get out of there, kid. <laughs> I have this thing, and it it, it's exponentially blown out of proportion when I'm in a place where it's hot and humid, where I just have these bad thoughts for other people, when I'm like, you're a piece of shit, and I immediately am just like, lunge at the kid, bite him, and then just have him fall in the water. I can't see the little one that was behind us. Do you see him? It's right under you. Shut up. It's not. Okay. It's probably on the other side of the tree. What if it was right I know, that's what I'm saying. I think I gotta lift my feet up. Jesus. I'm teeny getting eaten by dinosaurs. <laughs> Bless you. Okay, so where were we at? I don't know. We're all over it's the, the place. It's the heaviness. Oh, it's the hotel. It's the geckos in the hallway. There's a pool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We were checking it out. Uh, it was really quiet, though, I remember. Yeah. Uh, it seemed like there was no one else at this... It was multi-story big, hotel. hotel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was at least like five stories. At least. Because you went to the top, yeah, where there was the restaurant slash bar and pool. Yeah. Oh, I was and laughing. And it was pretty high up there. I was laughing because you said that the storm was rolling around. Well, it wasn't like, how would you describe it? There it is. Rolling in. Rolling in? It was already in. No, the storm wasn't over our heads, but it was like rolling into the city. But it wasn't It rolling. was in the city. Wasn't rolling. It had around. arrived. It wasn't coming in. It was there. Okay, I'm just laughing because I've never heard it referred to as a storm rolling around. Well, how would you describe it then? That's why I kind of paused because I was like, it wasn't. In. A storm rolls in. It doesn't roll around. But it was currently present. It wasn't arriving. Okay, <laughs> you whatever. Know? That's you can what call like. it what you want. It's rolling around. Yeah, it was rolling around. Rolling around in the sky. The storm was just. Uh, yeah. So, we I'm are... I'm not going to interrupt me for dumb shit. Sorry, it's hilarious. I was just laughing. You're trying not to laugh. <laughs> rolling around, you fucking idiot. <laughs> I did not say that. I thought it was cute. I was laughing. I would have pointed it out if I would have said it. I'd have been like, oh my god. <laughs> Silly. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, we hire a tuk-tuk driver the next morning to take us to Angkor Wat, which is a very large temple complex that I feel like was kind of made famous or familiarized in the U.S. by the Tomb Raider movies, or at least that was the first time I had heard of them. It's just a one, right? She wasn't at Angkor Wat, Lara Croft, or... Angelina Jolie for both movies, right? It was just the one. Wasn't it? It was it, a both. I have no idea. I think it was... I only saw the first one, I think. I mm-hmm. might have seen the second one once, but... Yeah, I re- recall them just looking like really cool temples and had these 
like crazy vines coming from these trees that almost looked like they were like engulfing the temple itself. Which, yeah, but it definitely, yeah. definitely, it definitely became more popular from that movie, similar to so. like Maya Beach from the movie The Beach with yeah, Leonardo true. DiCaprio's mm-hmm. similar aftermath yeah. situation mm-hmm. with uh, becoming a super big tourist trap. But yeah. difference from Maya Beach in Thailand is that Angkor Wat is fucking huge. It is gigantic. So it can definitely accommodate a huge crowd um, just because the span of all the temple complexes and everything is so vast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Massive. Because Angkor Wat, I think, is just the uh, one big temple complex. It's like the main, the main one. I, I, I think it's considered the main one. Yeah, it's like the one or that one you... Yeah, you can see, like, the five kind of spires on I want to say side. it's on one of their uh, bills. Or probably. Probably coins. It has yeah, to be. Yeah, I would say so. I remember when we did get there, uh, we had approached the temple complex, and we were approached by several different people kind of wanting us to... Uh, hire them to give us a tour, like a guided tour. And so, um, I kind of, I remember them wanting quite a bit of money for it, too. For the tour? Yeah. So, we we had just, like, you know, nicely declined, but uh, just But started. was no surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to exploit anything to get money, especially when you can get a lot more from tourists. Yeah, for and sure. doing something they're familiar with rather than... Yeah. You know, selling bananas on the sidewalk. Or yeah. Well, it's it's you know how they make a living. I like where it touched this guy. Where but, is it? I mean, I'm not. Going oh, there it is. Totally a little dinosaur though. That thing's cool. Yeah. They're like a raptor head. Yeah. I like want to carry him on my shoulder like a parrot. <laughs> Just have him peck at people. Yeah, like your nose. Oh, that's really sweet. Thanks. Isn't it? You're Love so you. kind your to me. It is almost my birthday. All right, go on. No one cares. <laughs> God, you're so kind and nice. <laughs> Love you, mean it. Okay, just kidding. Okay. No Sick of little guy. Shit about <laughs> you. No, it's, it's like a little mushu. From uh, Mulan. Oh, the dragon, yeah. So from, oh, it just took a big old I shit. I was just going to say, did it just fart? No, it totally took a shit. I've never seen one it of those. It was the squidgiest sounding poo. Could you hear it? Yeah. It was like a... I I'm just sure saw his rear end open effect. like a little mouth, and all of a sudden this <laughs> slimy Ew. slug crawled out of the Yes. Mouth. I hope we're painting anyway, a very vivid picture of dino poo for you. We should definitely record in parks. I think it's podcast. exciting. Is it? Yeah. Sure. Do people like this? Do you like this? Folks? Do you should we like do this it? more or Tell should we be us, in our own sh- room? Yeah, should we be in a room? Should we be secluded from nature and people? Or should we be distracted by animals and people and things every 15 seconds? <laughs> so we can't get through our stories. You tell us. Um, anywho. Then we lose our spot and we're like, where are we at again? Where did we get? Did we what? Start? So. We're at Angkor Wat, and Pan, our driver, 
is, you know, he's kind of like taking us over for the day. That's yeah, kinda you kind of hire him for the whole day. It's pretty well known. Yeah, that so that's the the deal. He just kind of chills out front while we go and check out the temple complex. I think and you kind of plan the day beforehand. Yeah, that's to true. see like. Like, he'll hand you a map, and you point mm-hmm. out what you want to see, some main ones, and he'll give his suggestions. Yeah. And because of the distance, because some take, like, 20, 30 minutes to get from one temple to the other. Yeah. He'll kind of let you know, because he's so familiar with the whole area, yeah, what you time. can fit in a day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we kind of, basically, we kind of just group chatted and made yeah. a, an itinerary for the day of what to see and where to go. Yeah. Group chat. Group chat. <laughs> It just reminds me of, like, the old-school internet days. Connect to the group chat. Yeah, we all signed on on AOL. and. Uh, God, your iPod dies, like, every two seconds. Why don't Get you? on that shit. Um, so our group chat didn't last too long, but we went to the, the main temple complex, which we're already in and trying to talk about, but being distracted. Um, once in there, it was crazy how much detail there was in the carvings. Everywhere. All, everywhere. The walls. All over. The pillars, the walls, the stupas, or whatever they call it there. But it's uh, it was insane, the amount of detail. I was just kind of, like, blown away by it. What was also almost immediately visibly there? Scaffolding. Scaffolding. <laughs> we walked right we up. We're like, surprised. oh, look. Yeah. What a surprise, scaffolding. We got... Our old friend. It was our scaffolding year of travel. Because everywhere had scaffolding. And we did notice as we walked up also is that a lot of monkeys were kind of swinging and... Yeah. They were like... on the scaffolding. Yeah, totally. There were a lot of monkeys. There were a lot. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, hundreds, but... No. It was clear that there was, mm-hmm. you know, a number of different monkeys and swinging I, around. I feel like... It, uh, my uh, my bias, my negative bias from uh, what happened before <laughs> with our monkey experience. Because this was like less of, than a month later than yeah. since that incident. Yeah, right? yeah. I think for me, we haven't been as exposed to monkeys on this trip, so I don't know if it's still there. But if we went around some monkeys right now, I'm sure it would pop back up. No, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> trust some little shits. No, I have to watch them definitely. So we were just kind of like wandering around the temple complexes, exploring. exploring. I totally felt like Lara Croft um, Did a you? little bit. Yeah, you had big boobs and lips, and just and, wanted to. Yeah, and those guns strapped to my thighs, and I was. Roaming around the place. I felt the same. Shimmying back and forth from, you know, stone to stone. I just felt like a sex goddess wandering through ancient temples. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was hot. Stealing an old gem. I do remember it being very humid there, though. Like, even more so than Thailand. Well, I think because... It's landlocked. ...of the storm that was rolling around. Uh, and that yeah. we were now in the jungle. And there was, like, puddles and shit everywhere. Yeah. It was a sunny day this day. Yeah. But because of the recent rainfall and being in the jungle, it was fucking crazy humid. Well, and I was, I remember being told before we even went there that uh, Cambodia is really freaking humid because it's so, there's like a lot of water. There are a few big, big lakes uh, in and around like the bigger cities. They're almost like moats. Are you talking about the lakes around in Angkor Wat? No, I'm talking about, like, the gigantic lakes oh. in the... We didn't even go to Like them. at Seam Reef. Yeah, yeah, well, around there, but it's... Because there are, like, big moat-like yeah. lakes 
uh, around Anchor Wat. Yeah, but there are also just giant lakes too. So I I was told that like Cambodia in general is really really yeah wet and hot and humid. So that was something that we were. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, that was something that we were experiencing at that time. But um, I do recall there was a moment where uh, we had kind of climbed up the really steep, steep stone steps to get to the top of Angkor Wat, which it had an amazing view all around the surrounding like jungle from there. And I think they do tours where you can go there for sunrise and like capture some amazing uh, shots. I know... Martin did it, but we didn't because of... We'll get into that. Yeah, we'll talk about that experience. Um, but yeah, it would be a good idea. It would. I would totally um, do it again if... If we, we were, were to go there. back. Mm-hmm. And this is also one of the few places that we've previously visited that I would go back to today if I was to ever go back to see Marie. For sure, yeah. Um, whereas a lot of other temples... Touristy places. Um, a lot of other excursions sort of things uh, I could pass for the second time. Mm-hmm. But this would be one I would definitely go back to yeah. and see. It's, yeah. It was awesome. It was pretty amazing. Uh, but once up there on the top, kind of overlooking, you know, the surrounding jungle, uh, you could go to all these different little designated uh, altars that had, you know, like Buddhist statues and candles and incense and all that stuff burning. But they really did smell very strongly of urine. And I believe it was monkey urine because the monkeys yeah. kind of were kings of the temple. So Yeah, um, they're just that was they're just wild. They're yeah. uh, they're just, just free range. They're mm-hmm. just wandering and they're free range monkeys. Yeah. Laying their eggs. Do what they do, they live mm-hmm. in the jungle. They probably seek refuge in the temple if there's a crazy monsoon or something. Yeah, sure. Yeah, there's a, they're free to go wherever they want. That was something kind of unexpected. That was pretty cool, though. It made you feel like uh, they just left a lot of it as is without trying to maintain, you know. Oh, my God, what is that lady doing? She's, like, lowering her bag. Then he just slapped her bag with his tail. Why are people so stupid? Yeah, what are you doing? Uh, fucking whiteies. <laughs> Racist. Every other white fucking idiot that's gone up to that thing just, just like, fucked with it and thrown rocks at its face. They can tell you're talking about them. Good. <laughs> Stupid goddamn toys. Anyway, yeah, I'm glad it's Yeah, leave the lizard human. alone. Carl's been so pleasant to be around in this humidity. At least I'm not a fucking cunt to animals in the park. I know. I know. Anyway. Anywho. We're in Anchor Wat. We're in Anchor Wat now. Are we? Or are we in Lumpini Park? <laughs> watching idiots <laughs> fucking with animals. These are the people that ride the elephants. Oh, oh yeah. Do it again. Quit. They're looking over at us. The... No, they're not. They're looking yes, at the dumb are. lady fucking with their lizard. I want her to slip. I want him to bite her bag and so pull it into the water. Funny. I think that'd be funny. What is... I don't know. Right, I'm, I'm just going to lower my purse onto this giant reptile's head and see if he likes it. <sighs> so, 
Um, another thing that was really cool um, about that temple complex was on one side of it, um, I remember being in this very long like corridor of these pillars on the right hand side and then this gigantic like war carving on the left side and so the left side was just crazy detailed with like different wars over the centuries and then the right hand side were all these columns and pillars and the columns and pillars were just blown to bits like they had so many different uh, bullet holes in in them from past wars. It was really? so crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. I don't remember the bullet holes. Oh my god, I took photos of them because I remember it being bullet just holes. so cool. Bullet holes. <laughs> Sorry, I went to Goonies. Oh yeah, Goonies. Yes. Bullet holes. Carry on. So yeah, that was one thing that I remembered being really cool because it felt like um, even with, like, the carvings and how detailed and finite and all that shit it was. Finite? Finite? I don't know. I didn't use that in the correct term. No, that was... <laughs> I don't know it's where it came using... from. Shut the fuck up. Okay, no, but then... I'm glad you're pleasant about it. In, too. uh... Like storm rolling around on finite. <laughs> We're smart with humidity. Um... Good excuse. Why? You're okay. using it as an excuse, too. My brain's not working. I'm going the best I can. Shut the fuck up. So, it was cool, though, also to see the bullet holes and how much that kind of felt like you were seeing a bit of history as well. So. Nice. Anywho. So, you have some factoids. I have a factoid? You're a factoid. What is it? Did you want to read it? Yeah. That was hurtful. I know, right? You're welcome. Ah, so, Ah, so, um, it says, Angkor Wat is the most recognized structure out of the temple complexes around. I feel like I've already said that. Is it finite? But, it's super finite. Cool. Uh, one of the largest religious monuments in the world. In the world, folks. Is there an echo in here? Um, measuring at 162 hectares or over 400 acres. That's crazy big, peeps. Crazy. People even use hectares anymore. They did it on that website that I copied and pasted it from. I don't think there's enough space left in the world for that to be applicable anymore. What? Hectares. Hectares. Is that how you pronounce it? Hectares. What do you say? Hectares? Hectares. Hectors? Yeah. It's you not say like a hectares. southern farmer named Hector. It's a yeah, but it's not hectares. Let's count the amount of hectares in this. Yeah. <laughs> That's almost worse than my finite. You're worse. You're worse. Something that says insert memories here, but... Insert your memory. From... Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's what the whole past <laughs> cast is. <laughs> Insert memories here, but forget the rest. God! It's really, I mean, it sounds very natural yeah. that you're just reading points, bullet points. Uh, oh, goodness. I do remember, though, too, uh, I, th- I want to say Martin pointed this out also, is that he noticed a certain, uh, I guess, corner in the, uh, kind of the hallways, and it it went up into, like, the in inner 
chamber of like a stupa, but there was a bunch of bats up there. Oh yeah, I remember that. And then, uh, but you don't really notice because it's really dark. Yeah. But there was one particular corner where there was just a shit ton of shit, a bunch of guano. Oh, and, uh, a bunch of bat shit. Martin noticed it and looked up, and I think he used a flashlight on his phone or something and looked up, and yeah, there's just a ton of bats up in the cavity of this stupa just chilling, being bats. So there's a lot of bats in there, too, is what I'm getting at. Did you enjoy my story? It's <laughs> a great story, Grandpa. I enjoy it. Fuck. No, I thought it was good. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I talked about monkeys pissing in there, so you might as well mention the bats taking shits. There's bats. Yeah. So we did go to a little lunch area nearby. Wait, I'm skipping ahead. Um, The second temple complex that Pan took us to was called Bayonne. 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 Like the city in France where we almost got murdered by a weirdo. Just joking. Theoretically, you never know. No, it's But he was a fucking creepy weirdo. He was creepy, but um, that's not this story. So we did go to this temple complex, and I feel like this was even more touristy than the main Angkor Wat temple complex. It could be because it's a lot smaller. It is smaller, The main one is fucking massive yeah and this one was significantly smaller in size this one was really cool though because it had these faces carved into the stupas of the temple they're so, almost like a, is it buddha's face they are buddha figure faces uh, i don't know if they're like i don't I'm, know i'm sure there are different buddhas over the years yeah i'm kind of making that up but that's kind of my guess as to what it was. You sounded confident. We didn't, you know, roll with it. Uh, we didn't hire the expensive tour guides to tell us exactly who was carved into these uh, uh, stupas. But it could have been, like, previous princes or uh, kings yeah. that, you know, they built this whole complex for. Mm-hmm. I want to say that's what some of the figures carved into uh, the stupas or the faces of things. Well, that, guy's that also seems like a guess, but, yeah. It's a good guess. No, I've, I swear, like, I've read that Oh, you that read somewhere. that? Okay. Uh, I don't remember which one, but I want to say... They were some pretty faces, though. Yeah. They were and they're really, really detailed and... Super detailed. They're huge, too. They're... And it's all, like, different colored stones, too, that it's carved from. So yeah. it's really pretty and really photogenic. I would very highly suggest uh, going to this temple complex. Yeah, definitely put that on the was list. Was it just called Bayon, or was it something else? No, Okay. Pretty sure it's just Bayonne. Yeah. So that one was pretty cool. Um, that one reminded me of being in an Indiana Jones movie. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, like the second one. Mm-hmm. Where it's got the glowing crystals. Yeah. Crystal rocks, whatever. Yeah. The show. Uh, then Pan took us to a local uh, restaurant. It was kind of just in the middle of the jungle. I remember... Yeah, I wouldn't say it's like a restaurant. It's just... No, it's just a little food stand kind of thing with tables set out front. Like, it's literally in the jungle. It's not like there's a building complex, and there's just chairs. There's a big one. And... Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just chairs, and they have, like, a cooking, you know, situation set up. Yeah. He's beelining it for us. Which one? Oh, right hello. Let me put my feet up. So one thing oh, I did 
forget to mention when we first got in the tuk-tuk with Pan and we were heading to the first temple, I felt like creeped out a bit. Just a teens. Creeped out? Yeah, because we were... It was so remote and there was nobody around. We left really early, so it was pretty dark out still. It wasn't like super sunny yet. And there were just miles and miles of these little dirt roads that kind of just like jutted off the main road that we were on that go as far as i can see just into the into the jungle and so it literally felt like if you didn't trust this person or if they had like ill will or uh wishes to just kind of rip you off or take you to their gang of like you know hoodlums that who, who knows what happens like your mind kind of wanders where you're uh, when you're that vulnerable. Is it just seems like you're sandal? super close to being in a situation. Oh my god, he's going into my sandal. He's in it. Yeah, it just seems like he's you're. He's gonna get stuck. He is so stuck in my flip flop. He's gonna walk off with your sandal around him. No, he's getting out. Okay, he knows. Get he's out getting of there, close. Man. He's getting real close. What is he doing? I don't know. They stink, so maybe he likes it. He's gonna eat your sock. I'm not gonna you should eat take my, a photo of him. My sock. You should take a photo. Take a photo. Do it quick. Oh, he knows I'm you're up to him. something. Just do it. I'm scaring him. I don't want to scare him off. Oh, well, he's going in. See, he was comfy. And you have to get a photo. Hit yeah. him with your bag. Oh, I did not say that. Throw a photo a is not the same as hitting something with your bag or throwing a rock. Go pull his tail. Oh, my God. Overreactor. <laughs> so, uh, but, yeah, it was a little uh, daunting at first just kind of being at the whim of this complete indiv- or stranger, basically. Just full trust. Full trust. Because you don't know the logistics of getting to you the temple. You have no idea. And, yeah, you just go down these dirt roads, and it yeah. just gets more and more remote. Yeah. And there's all these side roads that, again, are all dirt. Yeah, so very easily, what if like he just wanted to take us? Jungle. Yeah, what if he just wanted to take us down a road and kill us? He could have, but he didn't. never heard from again. Right? So that was a little scary at first, a little creep. But uh, luckily, he was nice to an extent. So we... We uh, yeah, were at this second good temple. Pause. Shut the fuck up! But you were watching him too. You didn't say anything. What's he doing? He's cute. He's cute. He's digging something. Like found he found something. Did he? I don't know. Look at him. What's he doing? I don't know. It's like super interesting. He I think to the a, listeners that are just like, oh my god, what is he doing? Some like bird eggs or something. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. He's got some. Oh, it just totally reminds me of the rescuers down under with Goanna. Totally. And, or Joanna? What was her name? Goanna. Goanna. And she would, like, always eat the little eggs. What is it? And the guy would be like, Goanna! Are you sure it was Goanna? Something like that. Yeah. I thought it was Joanna. Maybe it was Joanna the Goanna. I think it is. That's what his name is, Joanna. So. What he digs up? Anyway, yeah, keep going. Anyways, um, so we're at that temple, and I do remember at one point, like, I had felt like, again, Lara Croft kind of exploring these little tombs, because there were places where you could go that were, there was nobody there, and then there was, like, a door that went into complete black, like, darkness, 
So it seems like you could really do some, like, tomb raiding in there. Um, but then I remember turning a corner, and there was literally probably good, maybe 60 to 70 uh group of Asian tourists, and I was like, oh, holy Jesus, there are a lot of people here, we, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, so I just saw a shit ton of people, and I was like, okay, loses a little bit of the magic, and, uh, I think we left there pretty quick after that, but once we did kind of get to that restaurant place, or little food carty table and chairs out front, very simplistic jungle stand. jungle stand type of restaurant. We did order some food, had lunch, and those prices were kind of outrageous because, hey, look, a loom. Pretty. Um, because it's kind of like, if you want like to eat, have no this choice. is your option. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, of course, you know, it's like going to Disneyland. Do you want water? It's going to yeah. be $7 a bottle. Or more. Probably yeah, 10 or more, Probably more, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's been a while since I've been Weird, there. I just had the strongest urge to want to go to Disneyland and, like, ride some roller coasters. Because it's And be opposite. so American and stupidly touristic and, like, hang out with Donald Duck. Yeah. Yeah, I know, it's weird. Why is it that you always want the opposite than what you've got? That kind of reminds me, though, of... The last podcast and how uncomfortable I felt after we had posted it that we were just going to come across as sounding like the most ungrateful, bitchy, like not happy with traveling and getting to experience this wonderful thing that we're doing type of people, like travelers. Did you experience that after posting it? Because I did. No, I didn't. No, I kind of did. But, but I, I did the different side of it that wasn't editing it and re-listening yeah, to true. it. Or I did the other part of the work. So for me, uh, I wanted to kind of like clear the air on that and say that really the idea that us as Westerners kind of have as far as um, traveling and how it should uh, should like make you happy is very unrealistic. Because I know that there are, um, there are these ideas, like, with, say, marriage or something. And that once you get married, everything is supposed to be all good and gravy. It's just, it's just a fake fairy tale. a very unrealistic way to look at uh, getting a piece of paper uh, that says that you're, you know, committed to somebody. So, for me, I feel like us as Westerners or, like, the uh, U.S. culture, it does tend to have this kind of fantasy-like image that comes along with uh, overseas travel or extended travel or backpacking or anything like that that uh, makes it seem that if you are deciding to go backpacking and travel... Then you are all fine and happy and everything is wonderful and life is amazing. You're living a dream. Every minute is a gift from God. (laughs) Yeah, which is so unrealistic. Which is such bullshit. It is a bunch of bullshit. forget about that, even though we had done that before. We totally do. And then Mm -hmm. getting back into it, it's just a very quick reminder of the (laughs) shitty parts that go along with that. It's just very unrealistic view of travel culture. Yeah. Um... 
which kind of, you know, we've been able to see again once we have been out here and following other people's uh, travel, like social media game and seeing all their photos that are very heavily edited and photoshopped and all this crazy, like, you know, unrealistic uh, view of what travel actually is, which to me just kind of puts this very sour taste in my mouth. And I'm like, what is this? It's not like this at all. Yeah. So... For me, I just wanted to clarify that, you know, what we were talking about there, it's, that's realistic. That's, you know, when you're traveling, it's not that you're going to completely change who you are in a way that you don't get frustrated at little things. Right. So, it's just, you know, one of those things that once you do get out here, you kind of experience for yourself and you see that, yeah, life is kind of the same, but you're in another place. And you get to experience different badass things, but it's not all glitz and glam, people. Is that how you wanted to do it? Do you feel better? I feel a little bit better. Yeah. Just that it's like, you know, that's the way it is. What else? Where are we at? Uh, we were at lunch. We were at lunch. Do you remember what you ate? I don't have a fucking clue. This was like... <laughs> <laughs> Over three years ago, I don't remember what don't that remember one meal lunch? was. No. I remember I had a coconut. I remember it was okay. <laughs> and very I expensive. don't remember being disappointed. Yeah? But I don't remember being, you know, having my mind blown either. Mm, yeah. There's no, like, mind-blowing no. jungle meal. I was meal. just hungry and I got full. That's what happened. Yep. Cool. But, yeah, I do remember being a little bit more on the pricey side, which was no yeah. surprise. So. Yeah, true. Uh, once we left there, I believe we were heading to another temple complex, but it just started raining a bit. Yeah. And so... This was the temple, too, that's famous for the... I want to say they're called banyan trees. Yeah. The, the trees ones that, that look all melty and rooty. Mm-hmm, and they're, like, melting over the of, stones. Yeah, they look like if a candle was a tree and it melted on top of this huge temple complex yeah these are some of the biggest roots known worldwide it was pretty awesome and these were the ones that i think this exact temple was the one that uh, was known in the film uh tomb raider oh was this that one mm-hmm. i always feel like i need to watch it again and get reminded because i don't remember the scenes we can watch it i like anyway. that movie uh, it's a good 90s action flick but yeah, it did start to rain. Uh, we kind of seeped. What are you talking like we about? We took refuge. What do you say? It's not seeped or seeping. <laughs> we sought. Sought? We sought refuge. Yeah. Sought refuge. Sounds okay. weird and you don't use it a lot, but that's yeah. the word. It's finite. We finited <laughs> refuge from the storm rolling around above us. And the rain. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a bunch of people busted out umbrellas, and we just kind of hung under the parts that weren't leaking from this centuries-old temple that had leaks, obviously, in spots. Yeah. Because um, obviously no one lives in it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of trickled off a little bit more. It was just more drizzly versus a, a downpour, which was heavy but short-lived 
This one was really busy too, and there were a lot of people taking photos because yeah. it is the more famous. I it guess, just looks cool. Visually, one, yeah, and yeah. The, the trees look really awesome. Right. I remember there was one tree in particular where a woman was sitting there for a good maybe ten minutes or so, like legit ten minutes, taking photos in front of this one designated spot. Someone was taking a photo of her. This is where I think one pointed out the comical humor of poses of women or girls. He pointed out (laughs) the funny the funny way that tourists mainly women take women like how they pose. Yeah. It's hilarious. They like they lift the one foot and like kick the heel out and then they turn sideways yeah it's designed to make them look good which makes sense you know slimming I guess uh, so I think we recreated a lot of those too just because it was hilarious yeah we did so that one we were there for a little while I remember Carl and I left first and we ended up sitting in the tuk-tuk for a while waiting for Eminem to get out and there were two or three kids that had come up with their baskets kind of selling stuff to us or wanting to try to sell us stuff. What was it, like a wooden flute? I don't even yeah, there were some flutes and then like bracelets or fans. Yeah. And, and what do they keep saying over and please. over? Please. And one dollar. Please, yeah. Please, one dollar. So it really kind of tears. On a loop. It's, it was seriously would not stop and you were just it's like, true, no. It's true, but it really, I mean... For me, it kind of pulled on the heartstrings, for sure, big time. Because it legit is only like $1 for you, but for them, it means quite a bit. But it's also like, uh, you don't know if you were to hand a dollar out, if there were to be like 10 or 15 other kids waiting by, kind of wanting the same. I see it as like, if that were to happen, it'd be like throwing breadcrumbs down at the two pigeons, and then you see like 50 pigeons swarm in. That's a crazy offensive analogy, it seems like. Why? You're comparing little kids to like No, I just see the effect of like, there's a couple pigeons, but you throw food out, and then they all just swarm in from like, oh, Yeah, I got what you were saying, but it's weird. Alright, well, maybe cut it out. I don't fucking know. I just see them as like, oh, she's handing out money. We should all also try to get money. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Right? Yeah, it's kind of what you're, you know, concerned about. Because, I mean, even when you roll up and it's like a new face, they do that anyway in hopes mm-hmm. of getting any amount of, you know, money. Yeah, for sure. So, either way, it still is hard because you're sitting there saying no over and over and over again and you try not to feel like an asshole but you end up feeling like one anyways and we were waiting a good like 10-15 minutes and eventually I was like this is getting terrible where the fuck is Mm Eminem they gotta come out so we can leave and uh, yeah eventually they you know we saw them coming out of the trail and towards us and we were finally able to bounce yep So then we left there and again got caught in another uh, rainstorm. And that was uh, when Pan had kind of came underneath into the tuk-tuk for us, or with us. 
Well, we basically pulled over. Yeah, because it was heavy. And it was because like a we're covered in the tuk-tuk, but mm-hmm. he's exposed. Yeah. So, yeah, we kind of pulled over and basically trying to wait it out. Mm-hmm. So if you're hearing this now, there are some people behind us that just walked up and are talking loud, just so you know. Um, anyways. Kind of weird. It is very weird. So, but we, uh, let's see. He came in and was talking to us for a bit and was just telling a little bit more about himself, uh, which was pretty cool. Megan uh, opted to stand outside in the rain because she didn't mind it. I felt like it was cold. No, it, was it still, wasn't. It was know, still warm. It was warm. Yeah. So it kind of uh, felt nice, but mm-hmm. I wasn't ready to get soaked. No. So uh, there was this other temple that we went to, the orange temple. So it was like and this all was the a one very that was way different out. color. Yeah, and this was way the fuck out This was out like there. a good 20, 30 minute ride to get to. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you were still no, talking. No, I was just, Get uh, to, and then you like stop. No, to get to, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Continue. Uh, so we get there, and it was, it was different. Uh, a lot different looking than all the other temples. Uh, a little bit more simplistic, I would say. Uh, the stone definitely was different. Um, there was hardly anybody there, yeah, pretty, which was pretty cool. Which is kind of what we expected, yeah. with, uh, how far mm-hmm. out it was. Yeah. I mean, we just saw it on the map, but we didn't know it was that far away. Yeah. Or that Angkor Wat had temples in uh, such a large vicinity. That really painted the picture as far as how vast this whole area was for uh, the temple Angkor Wat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then, so, you know, I think after there, we were also getting back into the tuk-tuk and going to leave, and that's when three or four smaller girls came up to us and were trying to, uh, sell us again with some origami. Yeah, the little origami animals that mm-hmm. you could hang. Yeah. Yeah. And we did the same thing again, which also made you feel horrible. And yeah. then at the very end, after we had said no several times, they just gave us the origami, which said, oh, well, then for free. again just made you feel like the biggest piece of shit. And I refused to even take it for free. Yeah, I think I did too. You and Megan did, I think, and mm-hmm. then I just Martin. hung them up on the inside of the tuk-tuk. Yeah. As kind of decoration. Mm-hmm. It was sad. Yeah, pretty brutal. Pretty hard. Yeah. You guys are cutthroat kinda... bitches. Ew! <laughs> You're doing the same shit. I didn't take their stuff for free. I didn't either. Yeah, you did. I didn't want to. Um, it's easy not to take stuff that people hand you. Know. Oh, <laughs> sweet Jesus. You should just go to hell. Yeah, I'll see you there. <laughs> hard county stealer. Oh my god. <laughs> What's that fucking beeping? I don't know, but I hope it's in the episode. Well, it's gonna be. Alright, page two. Page two. Very raw, It started raining. Okay, got that. Yes, more kids. Bapuan was the last temple, and this was Bapuan. a large one. Yeah. This, this is the last temple of the day. Okay, so we, uh, the last temple we went to was Bapuan. Is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. Well, 
Bafuan, Bafuan, something like that. And this one was pretty cool because it had, I, I want to say it seemed like the most. Yes. I was trying to think. I was going to say like the most decaying of all of them, but I I want to scratch that because that kind of seemed like the Tomb Raider one was the most decaying. But this one was yeah. almost like the largest area of one besides the Anchor Um But really? there were... I want to say, because there were so many different, like, uh, places where it just, it was all, like, rubble and stone mm -hmm. that had just covered the forest floor and were all just covered in, like, this really vibrant green moss, which was awesome. Yeah. And this little lizard's coming back. I like him. He's cool. Your mom would like him, too. She'd be freaking she out right now. She would love it. But yeah, so this temple was really badass, and we did climb up almost to the top, but you couldn't go up any further than the very top, and the, the stairs were literally, like, vertical. They were so steep. Luckily, they had handrails down the sides of them. Yeah. Um, Which I think are relatively new, because I've seen footage of people... Just climbing up the uh, stairs. Climbing up that shit, and it's not there. Yeah. But, Will you tell uh, me where he's at, because I'm he's on barefoot. He's the side of the tree. Okay. There. All right, cool. Uh, when we were up there, though, it was amazing because we were up there for sunset and there were literally the most amount of dragonflies I've ever seen in one place in my life. Flying yeah, around. Awesome. Yeah. Because at the top, uh, you're really exposed. There's not a lot of uh, coverage. Mm -hmm. Where some of the temples, there's still coverage or a hallway or a roof of some sort. Yeah. And this one, you're up top with this awesome view and it's, uh, yeah, you're just exposed. Mm-hmm. And. You said that. Thanks. <laughs> You're a peach. All right, I'll cut it out. Um, but yeah, so you can just witness all these dragonflies. There's so many, like hundreds of them. Yeah. And I mean, because you're all exposed up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm going to ram this pendulum. Oh my god. I'm going to grab this little lizard and have him scratch out your eyeballs. Anywho. So as we're so exposed. Pleasant. As we're exposed. As we're exposing ourselves to these dragonflies, they're getting aroused and mating all of us. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but the sun is starting to set. Okay. And all of a sudden you hear this booming. It was crazy. Coming out of the jungle. And we're surrounded by the jungle. It's, uh, you just see like the canopy tops yeah. of all these trees. It's just green as far as I can see. Mm. And then there's just these echoes of drums being played that... And it sounded like people screaming, too. Or, like, shouting. Yeah. Like, cheering. Uh, but like, or more like chanting along chanting. with the drums. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And it was such a cool moment. It with was. the sun setting. But a little with alarming. this awesome view. Yeah, you're almost Slightly. like... It sounded like they could have been going to war. <laughs> they did. They were uh, like, what is happening right now? Yeah, it's like you have to keep reminding yourself, no, it's fine. Obviously, no, they're, they're Cambodia not. isn't starting a war you have no idea though yeah. that's the thing it's like it could happen there's some Anything unrest could happen. Yeah. the likeliness was pretty low yeah. but it was it was awesome yeah, was I think really with cool. the view with the sunset all the dragonflies seeing mm -hmm. all the jungle and then just the cool echoey sounds of uh, drums with people chanting along was yeah. made for an awesome moment it was a highlight for me yeah uh, so after that, we just headed back to the hotel, 
but we also got caught in another rainstorm. While that uh, happened, our driver got out of the front, or I guess got off of his bike, and it's started like, yeah. rolling down the plastic like the cover. <clears throat> Do you want to tell him? I'm just being more descriptive. Okay. So, uh, he started rolling... Trying to help. Thanks. By talking over me. So he started rolling... Come on, Jesus Christ. Uh, He started rolling down these plastic uh, covers on either side of the tuk-tuk, so it was to, like, block us from the rain. Um, While this happened, I think we were in a little bit of a dispute or talking pretty uh, intensely with one another after something had happened. And I was pretty oblivious to kind of what he was doing. Um, But then once we got back to the hotel, I had realized that my security wallet was missing. I think your word was like, my wallet's gone. mm -hmm. And it was in that instant panic tone where your throat just Jesus Christ. Where your throat falls in your stomach immediately and you're just like, oh shit. Can we pause and move because this is just going to be loud? We're not hidden though. We're pretty noticeably talking into some microphones. And two girls come up and sit at the same seating area as we're at. And start talking at normal tones. Which is whatever. Two people, it's fine. We were trying was it to like talk 15, over them. 20 minutes later, three mm-hmm. guys come up as well. And we're just like, what the fuck? Of all the places in this huge park, yeah. let's all hang out within, you know, arm's length of each other. Anyway. Anywho, we had to move. You were explaining your wallet missing. So, I get back to the hotel, I go to reach for my wallet, which is like a little hidden kind of snap wallet that you kind of clip in between your underwear and your pants. So, it's like against your skin, but clipped on the outside of your shorts or pants or whatever. And so, for me, I noticed that that clip wasn't there, and I checked, you know, all my my backpack that I had and everything, as well as anything that was in our room. I pretty much just completely turned everything inside out looking for this thing and could not find it. Yeah, so like I was saying, basically, which started with my wallet's missing, and, you know, your stomach turns upside down, mm-hmm. and... Immediately, I'm saying, okay, keep calm. Let's just, where do you last remember having it? Did you take it today? Oh, you had it earlier. And we're just trying to level-headedly... Remember uh, where this thing could be. Right. And look in every possible spot where it could be. And both my credit cards were in it. My debit card and my ATM card, I guess. Not uh, technically you credit cards, but driver's license. my driver's license, and then I had around 140, 150 in U.S. dollars in cash. So uh, yeah, so pretty hectic, pretty stressful. Mm-hmm. We tried to locate it, but we did not find it. It was definitely lost and not uh, in our possession. And so me, I remembered the last time that I recall touching it, um, just to make sure it was there, 
was at the one uh, Tomb Raider temple where we got a little bit rained on. And after that, we had sat in the tuk-tuk where the kids had come around and wanted to, you know, sell us the uh, flutes and kept asking us, please, one dollar, please, one dollar, and stuff. And so for me, uh, there were three of them around us. One girl was kind of stationed in front of me, but the two other kids were kind of behind me a little bit at one point, so I didn't know if maybe they were... Uh, you know, they had sticky the fingers. Who knows? And then there was also the moment where Pan had gotten out and started um, unrolling the plastic covers, and he was definitely right down by my hip area where I did have my uh, wallet at. So it could have been either of those uh, occurrences. It could have been it just maybe fell out. But for me, that wasn't a very likely scenario because I never really tug on that. And I remember touching it and for it to, and it's really secure too. And especially with the heat, heat and humidity, it literally almost like sticks to my skin. That was one of the reasons why I didn't really like it that much because it was kind of hot and sticky to my skin. So it would be kind of unlikely that it would just fall out of my pants, especially if it was hooked to my underwear and my shorts. So for me, I felt like it had gotten taken. But, yeah, as we mentioned, once we realized it definitely was missing, the next step was basically to call the credit card companies, cancel the cards, and, yeah, just contact, you know, your bank and let them Mm -hmm. know what your situation is. Yep. So we did all that, and it kind of, uh, it put a damper on the evening for myself, I would definitely admit. Yeah. It was stressful, hectic. I think Martin and Megan went out to dinner, and I just kind of... Or you went out with them, too, and I just stayed back because I kind of wasn't feeling it. Yeah, which makes sense. Yeah. It's such a horrible feeling. It's not a good feeling. When you lose your wallet, especially... Yeah, I mean, even if... I mean, just the situation of being abroad and mm-hmm. not being able to just go to your bank and get a new car and, you know, yeah. cancel it. Go to the DMV, get a new driver's mm-hmm. license. You can't do that, you know, obviously, if you're in Cambodia. Yeah. And, some other country and some other continent halfway across the world. Well, and to think, just, like, if I, were, if I were by myself, I'd be kind of fucked. Yeah. Because I wouldn't have had extra cash. Right. I wouldn't have had a way to uh, get cash out. Uh, luckily, you know, you were there, and you were able to give me some money until I, I got my cards back. Right. So, basically, I just floated you until you got, mm-hmm. you know, back to where you were, I guess. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can't imagine if you were by yourself and that happened, you'd I just know. be fucked. But then I was nervous too yeah. that that had happened, and I was like, well, I think you don't think about that until it does happen. Exactly. But then it does happen, and then you don't want it to happen, so I'm kind of nervous too, because then if it happens to me, then we're both fucked. Yeah. So because it had happened, we are thinking about it, and I'm kind of the last... You know, I can't have anything happen to me now, otherwise we're both screwed, so... But you know what? It was a good lesson to learn that you should not keep both of your cards... In one place. In one place. So, for me, I I definitely learned that uh, in that scenario, and I never keep both of my cards in one place. So you at least have a backup card 
and a lot of the to time, account or a separate credit card in a different. Yeah, and a lot of the time, I don't even keep my cards on me. I just take cash. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I just get cash out, and then you don't I'll, need to. Don't no, do it. Yeah, if I'll get my cash out, and then after that, I will not keep my cards on me. I'll keep them back at the hostel, locked in a little locker. Yeah. So. What if there isn't a locker? Well then, that sucks. But I'll hide them. I've done that before. I've hidden them in my bag or in my belongings. Really? Yeah. I don't know if I feel What do you I do? Keep it I on have you? on me. Yeah. But I check, I mean, throughout the entire day that it's still there. I kind of do like a, a body check on myself. Yeah. Where I'll pat my security wallet and my real wallet. In your balls? Yeah, I, uh, I got them taped to my scrub. Ew. No, but I, I can, no, I just do like a quick body check to make sure that my security wallet is still there as well as my regular wallet. Yeah, I can just do like a nonchalant tap to make sure it's still, you know, you're just bursting at the seams. Help it. You're just like, yeah, give him a little tap. They, uh, give do a little, little tap, touch, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I feel good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all right. Sorry. Anyways. Plow ahead. Plowing here. ahead. Yeah. I think that we had, you know, after that, we had gone out a couple times to this really good Indian restaurant that was just down the way. I don't know. I think that's definitely like a uh, soft spot for uh, when we're with Martin and Megan, getting really good Indian food. And honestly, for me, would you call that a now. soft spot? I don't know if I use the right. Uh, Do you touch your soft spot and tap it? <laughs> I don't know. I literally feel like the humidity is frying my brain, and I haven't had What's any water it? today. All I've had are those two iced coffees mm. and the dim sum. Yeah. But yeah, they're definitely into Indian food. And although this trip from 2015 and 16, uh, I was endlessly craving Mexican food. But this trip, so now 18 going into 19, uh, 2018 and 2019, I crave Indian food more than anything. Mm. Although Thai food's pretty up there too, but I can always go for Indian food. Yeah. So but I, it- I get the... <laughs> I get the cravings for that. Yeah. This, um... The hankering. It was funny because this strip where the Indian food was on had a lot of storefronts. And one thing I did notice about uh, some of the different stores, there was one in particular that was just like a glasses store. And it was... It did What? You see this? But he's just going into the bush? Into the bush? Or is there like a cave? Looks like he's just going into the bush. I didn't know it was that dense. I want to get out of those people's fucking... I think it's a cave. Anywho, so I was noticing that these storefronts would just have random photos of different celebrities on them, which was kind of funny to me because it was like a glasses shop and there was a giant photo of Brad Pitt on the very front of it, but he wasn't even wearing glasses. So I was like, what's the point of that? But I think it's just like to draw people in. They're like, oh, I know that. I've seen that face before. How about I go here? It's just like an eye It's really weird. Yeah. It's, yeah, just an an attention grabber, but it is strange. A little bizarre, but that was just kind of a fun little 
something I noticed. Yeah. What else is there that we have to talk about? So basically, uh, because you had the situation you were recently put into with uh, the wallet and everything else being gone, uh, me and Martin went out to the night market in uh, same reap. And we were just kind of wandering around, and we did stop at this canvas store that had a, or I guess an art store that had paintings on canvases. And so we were looking at a few things, kind of tossing the idea back and forth. We both found one we really liked, but didn't really land on it for sure. And then we wandered off and kept talking about it and kind of just kind of checking out the, the night market street. Uh, but we did end up going back and picking one up, which we still both have. And, Glad we picked it up because you tend to travel sometimes. You tend to travel sometimes. I don't know. I'm kind of zoning I'm getting, out over we're here. We're hitting our mark. Yeah. Oh, we've hit our mark. Yeah. The hour is but the mark. But sometimes if you don't grab that one thing, if you're kind of like back and forth <clears> on it, you regret it later going, ah, oh, I should have picked that up. So the crows want to sing a little song right now. Oh, of course when I say that, they go quiet. Big bellied lizards. From here, all we had to do is go to a bus station, grab a tuk tuk, which were always everywhere and there wanting to a, us offer an, us rides. Abundance of them. They were everywhere, always out front of our hotel, and just like, hey, do you want to go somewhere? Hey, do you want to ride? Hey. Like, and, no, thank you. I'm walking down the street. And so this morning we're like, oh, we'll just grab one of those. And we get up and there's not one in not sight. Not fucking single one. <laughs> so when we, we need to, one, there's yeah. none to be seen. We have to walk, uh, I don't know, a good ways until we could find one to take us to the bus station. Which was kind of nerve-wracking because mm-hmm. we have to catch this bus in time. Yeah. And uh, But we did find one and made it uh, yeah. just in time. The bus company that we were using was called Giant Ibis. Which is strictly for Cambodia. Yeah. And is definitely the, the one best. to go to. Yeah. yeah. They're cheap. Uh, they're actually really nice. Mm-hmm. This, you know, the suits aren't all torn apart or anything. Wi-Fi. There's Wi-Fi. There's AC. air conditioning. It's comfortable. Yeah. Clean. Yeah. And they're, they're pretty good. good with time. And, yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, I, I, honestly, we I took couldn't them You could charge your, you know, they have ports to charge your phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really good company. Yeah, but then, uh, so our next stop, we were heading to Phnom Penh. Phnom Penh. Phnom Penh. It looks like Phnom Penh, but I guess it's pronounced Phnom Penh. Phnom Penh. Phnom Penh. Yep. So that was our second spot, but we'll do that next time because there's quite a boot. Oh my god, are they gonna? Quite a boot. Sorry, they were scaring me. They're right above our heads. We sat here yesterday and I got shit on, and now they're above us again. So you still have dried shit on your shirt. You got dried shit on your face. Oh wait, that is your face. Oh, that's a good schoolyard burn. Was it? Yeah. All right. Not really. Fucking stop this thing. All right. Okay, we are signing off. We love you guys. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. If you liked what you heard, subscribe to our podcast. If you feel inclined, leave us a comment or review. Tell someone you know who might enjoy to have a listen. And feel free to share on your choice of social media. If you want to know more about us or see any photos of our travels, you can check out our website at trailofbeans.com. 
We also have a Facebook page where you can follow us on our upcoming adventures and get updates along the way, which can be found by searching at symbol The Bean Trail. If you'd like to support our travels and help ensure the continuation of this podcast, you can do so by contributing through our Patreon page. Just visit patreon.com and search for Beanstalk Travel Podcast. Each donation is greatly appreciated and gives you an inside look at a day in the life backpacking abroad. We'll be back next week. Same beans. Same pod.